0: Welcome back everybody. It's almost New Year's here in the West Coast of the United States. If you are listening to this in 2020, then Happy New Year's. This is the last podcast of 2019, and I chose a particular book to bring in 2020. This book is on every single person's top 10 must read book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. But before we get into this book, I want to ask you a few questions about 2019. Did you accomplish everything you wanted in this year? Are you satisfied with the life you have created up until this moment? Are you living the life that you've always wanted? There is no more saying, I will start tomorrow. Now is the time to go out and take action. Make a resolution now to get better, be smarter, get stronger, healthier, and go out and take action. This year, you're going to take action and stop making excuses. This year, you're going to live up to your greatness. This year, you're going to make the rest of our lives an incredible dream. If you don't know the answer to any of these questions, or you're not satisfied with the answers, then listen to this podcast over and over again until you are. We will get started with this book review right after this intro.
1: Now I'm guessing for a lot of you, this is not your first podcast. The first thing I would like to mention is that if you've ever failed in the past, It's not your fault. There's a lot of information out there and it could be confusing. Many times it's information overload that keeps you from success. It's okay. If you've been concerned in the past that you just can't succeed, I want to put those fears to rest. You can do this. You just need the right person to explain this to you. This is your call to action. If anyone's ever told you that you need a lot of money or a college degree to be successful, I'm here to tell you that they are wrong. Those people have their own reasons for them wanting you to think that, but I'm here to tell you it's not true. If you ever think that the government and the banks actually want you to fail, you're probably right. They don't benefit from you succeeding. They want to keep you in debt and in need. The difference with us is that we actually care about your success and truly want to see you living the life of your dreams. So that's why we are here for you. I know you have a dream of becoming successful and that starts with taking action. I want to show you how to make that happen during this podcast. Hi, everyone, this is Albert B., and welcome to the Call to Action podcast.
0: Welcome back. Are you ready to get started with this book review? Great. The first statement in this book is one of the most important of the entire book Faith is the starting point of the accumulation of all riches, faith is the starting point of miracles and mysteries which cannot be analyzed by the rules of science. Faith is the only known antinode for failure. Faith is the element, the chemical with when mixed with prayer gives one direct communication with infinite intelligence. Many of you action takers have heard us talk about this before. That faith is the same thing as belief. Also, it all starts with belief. It all starts with faith. And that if you have the faith and you pray, You have direct communication with our Creator. All you have to do is ask and believe you already have it. You know this already, right? Faith is the element which transforms the ordinary vibrations of talk created by the mind into the spiritual equivalent. Faith is the only agency of the cosmic force of which intelligence can be harnessed and used by man or woman. Isn't that amazing? Every person is what they are because of the thoughts they permit to occupy and dominate their mind. Any thoughts mixed with emotion attracts any other thoughts that are similarly related. Kind of confusing huh? Did I lose you? Let me explain it this way. A thought that is amplified with emotion and mixed with emotion can be compared to a seed. When you have a plant that is in soil and it grows and then it multiplies and produces over and over again until that one seed becomes a number of seeds of the same kind. That one seed then can multiply into an entire forest. This is one of the keys of the book Think and Grow Rich. It's what you think about that gets you to where you want in life. Am I right? Now let's recap at the starting point. How can the original seed of a plan or a purpose be planted into a mind? It is easy. Any idea, plan or purpose may be placed into the mind through repetition of thought. So repetition is a key, not the key, but a key. It is the means by playing this podcast over and over again until you get it. If that's what it takes, then that's what you need to do. This is why you are asked to write out your major purpose or your definite goal in life, Commit it to memory and repeat it day after day until those vibrations of those sounds have reached your subconscious mind. Can you see yourself doing this? If you do this and an inventory of yourself, you may find that your greatest weakness is a lack of self-confidence. After you repeat what we are suggesting to you, you will then build up courage. Put your purpose and your goals in writing. Memorize them and repeat them over and over every day until they become part of your subconscious mind. The power of thought is the only thing by any means any human being has complete control over. Thought controls everything. Let me repeat that. The power of thought is the only thing by any means that any human being has complete control. Thought controls everything. You see, the following verse will sum it all up. Listen to this closely. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you like to win, but think you can't, it's almost certain you won't. If you think that you'll lose, then you have lost. For out of the world we will find success begins with a person's will. It's all in the state of mind. If you think you are outclassed, you are. You've got to think high of yourself to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself before you can ever win the prize. Life's battle don't always go to the stronger or faster man. But sooner or later, the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. Wasn't that a great verse? You should memorize it. Play it over and over again. Remember, when you write down your goals and your purpose every day and you repeat them, you must know that your subconscious only relates words that are mixed with emotions and feelings. Emotions are feelings mixed with your purpose and your goal are very, very important. This is so important that it is repeated throughout this book. Are you getting this? If anybody out there is doing auto-suggestion, repeating things every day without applying this, then they are not gonna get results. Plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. Do not become discouraged if you can't direct or control your emotions the first time you try. Belief is an emotion. In this book, there is an entire chapter on faith and belief. This is one of the most important things as you go towards success. So find this chapter and study it. The author of this book instructs you to study autosuggestion. He actually advises you to read a certain chapter every night aloud until you understand autosuggestion. And this will be embedded into your subconscious. Are you following me? In this book, they teach you that knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. Think about all the professors in college. The professors in college have all that knowledge that they teach. They don't put it into action because if they did, they would have all they wanted in life, all the riches. Have you ever thought about this before? We teach you knowledge on this podcast, but we also teach you to take action. Use that knowledge and mix it together with action, and you will see results. So use that knowledge and put it with your plan of action and think about the end before you start. Does that make sense to you? Next, I wanna tell you a quick story in this book about Henry Ford. Is that okay with you? Great, let's do it. Henry Ford was a founder of Ford Motor Company. When Henry Ford was called an ignorant pacifist by the Chicago newspaper, he took that newspaper to court and he tried to sue them for libel. He brought suit against the paper for libeling him. During the trial, Chicago newspapers brought Henry Ford to the stand. You see, the newspaper lawyers tried to prove that Henry Ford was an ignorant man. The lawyers for the newspaper questioned Henry Ford on the stand, and they tried to prove his ignorance. Even though Henry Ford knew a lot about automobiles, they asked him other questions to try and prove his and show his ignorance. When he didn't know the answer, that was their proof. There were such questions like, who was Benedict Arnold? There was another question, how many soldiers were put into the rebellion of 1776? Henry Ford's answer to that question was, I don't know the exact number of soldiers, but I have heard that it was a considerably larger number than ever went back. The lawyers continued to ask more and more questions to try and prove Henry Ford's ignorance. Henry Ford then got fed up pointed his fingers at the lawyer and said, If I continue to answer your foolish questions or any questions you ask, may I remind you that for any answer I do not know, I have a row of push buttons on my desk, and by pushing the right button, I can summon any man who can answer the question that I desire to ask. He then went on to ask the lawyers, Would you tell me why I would clutter up my mind with any of these questions or answers, when I can summons and call any man or woman that I want who knows the answer to these questions. That question from Henry Ford silenced the lawyers. And everyone in the courtroom, they realized that the question was not a sign of an ignorant man, but a man of education. A man is educated when he knows where to get knowledge when he needs it. Henry Ford had a mastermind group This enabled him to become one of the wealthiest men in America. Wasn't that an amazing story? It's not important to have all the knowledge in your mind. You just have to surround yourself with a mastermind group and know how to find the answers that you are seeking. Is this making sense to you? Have you ever heard the saying, when you are the smartest in your group, you have to find another group? Henry Ford was very educated because he had the mastermind group and he directed all of them towards the accumulation of money and selling vehicles. Henry Ford had less than a sixth grade of schooling, but he did pretty well for himself. Did you also know that Thomas Edison had only three months of schooling, but he was an educated man and died very wealthy. This book also covers some of Thomas Edison's success. Isn't that cool? Today on this podcast, I want you to absorb these stories that we are sharing with you from this great book Think and Grow Rich. I want you to think about something. If you are one of those who think hard work and honesty alone will get you success and all the riches in life, then you are wrong. I know plenty of people that work honestly and hard and they are not wealthy and they are not rich. You know people like this too, right? Look around in traffic every day. All those people, in whatever city or country you're in right now, they are hardworking. They are honest. Why is it they don't have everything they want in life? One of the answers for this question can be found in this book. In this book, they cover 10 major causes of failure in leadership. This is very important because you need to know what not to do as well as know what to do. Are you following me on this book review of Think and Grow Rich? Let's cover five quick failures of leadership and then we'll wrap up this podcast. Number one, lack of attention to detail. A leader must have attention to detail of all the plans and must know every detail, but also delegate those details to two people underneath him or her. A leader can control many people, but he or she has to control and delegate the work so that they can lead and have leaders underneath them lead people. That's how a true leader can grow attention to detail. If they don't have this attention to detail, they will fail. Number two, a leader that fears one of the followers will take their position will eventually have that come true sooner or later. This is a mistake that can be avoided. Number three, lack of imagination. A leader that has a lack of imagination will fail because businesses fail. And a leader that has a business that fails and doesn't have imagination will fail. Plans always change. A leader must have imagination when those plans change. Does that make sense? Number four, selfishness. A leader that takes the honor of all the work is going to be resented by those that they are following. A leader that gives the credit to his followers knows and understands that most followers work harder for credit and accommodation than they would for money alone. Number five, emphasis on title. A competent leader requires no title to get respect from his followers. These are just some of the causes of failure of leadership. You can find the rest of the reasons that leaders fail by listening to this book or reading this book. And you can get this book by clicking on the link below in the comment section. In this book, they covered 31 major causes of failure. By the way, I see it. you can either make excuses or you can make things happen. So all failures fall under one category, in my opinion. And that category is excuses. That was taught in the book Extreme Ownership, which you can also go back and listen to that review on our podcast. This book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is one of the top reading lists on all my mentors. I can go over this book for hours, but right now I'm gonna stop talking about this book review. Is that okay with you? This is the last podcast of 2019 and it's about to be the year 2020. This is the time that we need to reflect on the past year and plan for the next year. My mentors taught me to always reflect every day, every week, every month, and at the end of every year to look back at what we accomplished. And remember, do not compare yourself with others. Only compare yourself with yourself. Does that make sense? Let me give you an example. Let's just say you have never been a runner before and one day you want to decide, you want to go out there and you want to implement running into your life. So you go out there and run your first mile. You're not going to go out there and compare yourself with the world record time of three minutes and 43 seconds for the mile. No, you are going to run that mile. And the next week you're going to compete with yourself for your time. Or if you're not running for speed, then how many miles did you run that first week? If it's five miles, then next month during that first week, you need to increase that number. Is this making sense to you? Also, another thing my mentors taught me that I am passing on to you is that it's not about destination, but the journey. While you're working on your goal, enjoy every day. I want you to think and reflect not only on the past, but where you will be ten years from now. It is going to be 2020 and the start of a new decade. You have to be prepared and plan. You are competing against yourself. Set those goals. How many books are you going to read next year? How many hours a week are you going to spend on learning a new skill to get out of that dead end job? Where will you be at the end of 2020? At the end of 2030, this life is here for you to achieve. And remember, it all starts with belief. The clock is ticking every second, every hour every day, every month, this turns into years. This is your call to action for you to start taking action. Remember when we did that review of Arnold Schwarzenegger and he said, you have to have a very clear vision, a very clear goal of where you want to go because only then will you get there. You can have the best airplane or the best ship in the world. But if the captain doesn't know where to go You will just drift around. We have to know where we are going. Do you have a vision set for 2020? This year has been a great year. Let's make the best of 2020. Follow your vision, follow your heart, follow your passion, and most of all, follow your dreams. If you do this every day, everything else will follow. Thank you to all you action takers out there. I love each and every one of you. Remember, there are two types of people. Those who make things happen and take action are those others. Those other ones who make excuses. You know which one you are. Let's go out there and make this a great year. Thanks for listening to this recording. I hope you liked it as much as I enjoyed making it for you. If you know anybody out there who might find it valuable, please go out there and share it with them. I've been studying success for a long time, and I have found that there are two kinds of people. Those who are good at taking action and making it happen, and those that are good at making excuses. You can't be bold. If you're the one that is good at making excuses, I hate to say it, but you're going to have a really hard time with this. The good news is, you get to choose in this moment. You can choose what type of person you are going to be. Don't make excuses. Be someone who actually takes action. Click the link in the comment section below and take the 30 day one All Way challenge. I believe in you. I believe in your dreams. I believe you can become the person you need to be. In order to do something that you never done, you have to be someone you've never been. Step up. It's time to become who you need to be. You can do it. Let's take action.